Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, I'll tell you, I was just noticing that my podcast went from being salt to pretty much not seen since I switched around the way that I get these podcasts out there. I've created a web page instead of putting them on my site. And I don't think everybody that was watching them on my site knows about the web page, so I need to advertise that better, I guess. Well, I'll tell you, I was out there this morning in the woods, and I was going to do a podcast, but it turned out that my phone was left in the car, so I couldn't do one anyway, which was good, because I got to spend some time out in the woods thinking about what it is I was thinking about, and well, that is this love of Christ, and this Jesus, and this Holy Spirit, and he's given me what it is I don't know how to get from myself because he just keeps giving me this peace and this joy that keeps coming and I don't know how to get it. I've been a couple days without smoking now again after I picked back up and the Holy Spirit called me to let it go again so I did and well now I'm starting to get to that place where I'm just Relax and let God do what he does, because I don't know what to do with anything anymore. I don't want my will. I want his will in my life, and I don't know what that is, except for when I do, and he keeps showing me one step at a time this direction. Yet, I'll tell you, it can be a challenge because, well, I'm doing everything I'm doing in faith, but I don't see any results necessarily, and that's what Jesus said is you have to have faith and you got to just keep coming. And that's what I've been doing. And this Holy Spirit said that I don't need to see what's going on. All I have to do is keep taking one step in front of the other toward this Jesus, toward what he said. Because he said a student is not greater than his teacher. It's just enough to be like him. So I'm just trying to be like him as much as possible. And doesn't matter if I get it perfect or not, friend. I just keep coming. But I'll tell you, you did have me looking on here a little bit and on this internet, and I was just noticing these things called uh, this organization called Boogaloo. So there's more of these hate organizations spreading show them back up because all this quarantine and people being isolated and I guess they're starting to buy into some of their rhetoric. What I know is that this love of Christ, when it reaches its peak, my father's done for me. And as I start seeing these other things, I just, well, I hope my father's crop isn't ripe yet because I'd love to see the light stay around a while longer. I'd love to see more people find the truth of love and the love of truth because it's just the greatest thing ever. The purpose of the world was to come to know love by experience, and you can't discover that if you're busy hating people. If you think you're more than someone else, then you're less than another. Friend, that's the most painful thing to be. I don't want to be better than one man or I have to be less than another. Instead, I can be like that Jesus and seek to be less. And if I'm less, then I can be more for my father. And because I'm more for him, he can be more for me. And well, that'll make me less because it'll make me 
less than most folks because most folks think they're better than somebody and I know I'm better than nobody. And that's what the Holy Spirit showed me what Jesus meant by the least among you. And it doesn't matter whether you believe that or not. What matters is that I do and I've come to see the truth in it. And that I don't want to be better than somebody or else I have to be less than another. And I'm just tired of being more or less dependent on what it is or who it is I'm looking at. When I can choose the love of Christ, then I'm just equal to everybody and makes me a child of God, period. Because, well, then I have to hang all the laws and the commandments and all the laws and prophets on only two commandments, and that is to love thy father with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and the other one that Jesus said was like it, and that's to love thy neighbor as thyself. So I have to just love my neighbor as myself, even if they're busy hating each other because they don't see the truth of it. So now I can't get too wrapped up in this world because otherwise I start looking at what it is they're hating each other for. And then I'd say, well, you know, you almost look right, except for the fact that I know you're wrong. And even though you're wrong, you're still right because my father allows it. So since you're right, he's letting you be right for yourself. And I'm going to just be wrong so that he can be right for me, and then I don't have to make a choice, and he can choose it for himself. And that's what I keep doing. I just keep telling him that I don't know anything and let him know everything for me, and the truth he gives me is the one I have, and the one I have is the one I choose, even though it seems to be nothing. It's everything to me. And I have no idea how to make this work in my life, but he tells me that I don't need to, that that's his job. All I have to do is keep showing up and keep coming. Keep talking about the love of Christ. Keep talking about the truth of love and the love of truth. And keep bringing up the fact that everybody's wrong because they think they're right. And everybody's right because they think the other's wrong. So it becomes a choice of what it is you want to believe. But this Jesus told you, that doesn't make you good in my father's kingdom. All this judgment, he said, do not judge. He who judges shall be judged. That's what Jesus said. Except it isn't my father that judges. It's, it's we who judge ourselves. When we go to stand before him, he won't have to say a word. We'll see our own insanity. Every time we judge someone else, we know we're doing it wrong. We just pretend as though we're righteous and say, well, look, we have to do this to save the world. No, friend. Jesus told you the world was not meant to be saved. That the world would take care of itself, that we were to worry about being in the world, but not of it. And that's where I'm at now. I don't know what to be anymore. I keep showing up at a job that doesn't make any sense because I don't even believe in the truth of, well, this thing called mental illness the way that other people see it anymore. I just see that we're all spiritually sick. I've come to see that most people that have gotten some sort of mental health diagnosis either were, didn't learn what they needed to create a life worth living, or they got traumatized by folks 
And that's the reason they're in the system being declared broken. It wasn't them that was broken. It was other people that kind of broke them. And what I see is that all that makes no sense. And even though it makes perfect sense, and I can't judge anyone for it anymore, friend. I had my own breaks. Now they call me. Well, they give me this diagnosis actually because I have this voice I call the Holy Spirit. I'm okay with that. That's the reason I'm declared broken, friend. I never want to be fixed again. I'm happier than I've ever been. I don't have much, and I can't even prove that this is going the way it's supposed to. And I've got some time and money invested in this Holy Spirit, and it keeps telling me to keep coming and to just have faith, and I keep coming. And I'm not seeing any results. I just know that it's the right thing to do because, well, the Holy Spirit's told me to, and either it's right or it's wrong, but I know Jesus was right. And he showed me how to discern the Spirit and how to come to know love is the purpose of the world. And though it won't make sense to most folks, it'll make sense to those that really got to know Jesus. Because they got to understand all the things that he said and they did what he asked. Now, that doesn't mean to listen to me, friend, because Jesus told you that it doesn't matter if somebody says, look, there comes the Lord, don't go out. I'm telling you, I'm not him. I'm the prodigal son. But you're the prodigal son and daughter, too. All you got to do is choose it. We keep choosing wrong, and because we keep choosing wrong, we end up making wrong decisions. And, well, we judge each other for nothing. And in it is the condemnation we give to another, is the condemnation we give to ourselves. But if I forgive you, then I forgive me. And if I forgive me, I've got to forgive you. That's the way this works. It's what Jesus said, and it's what he meant. And I've come to see it true. So if I judge me... Then I get angry and I judge you because I'm feeling guilty. But if I judge you, then I'm also once again guilty and therefore I judge myself. And therefore I'm doing what Jesus said, and that is let Father do all the judging, except that the Father doesn't plan on judging because Jesus told you that. It's you that are going to judge yourselves. You're going to know you're not worthy of the kingdom because you're going to see the truth of what he said in that final hour. Jesus told you. You should have listened to what Jesus said, because he said a lot of things, and he said it over and over, and he said it in a hundred different ways, and for those that wanted to hear it, heard it, and those that didn't, didn't. But he didn't say you were going to receive the kingdom because you believed that he died on the cross for you, and you went and ate some bread and grape juice because you didn't realize that the, Jesus' body was his word. He was referred to as the word. So if you ate Jesus' body, you ate his word. Because you ate his word, you drank his spirit, that Holy Spirit. But these are choices you make, friend. These are choices you make. Nobody else makes them for you. And I don't expect anybody that doesn't know Jesus to believe in Jesus, because, well, you see what's going on with those things that the Christians are doing. You've got priests molesting children and getting caught doing it. You got all these preachers that are 
declaring things, yet they're not living to the own the standard that Jesus said to live by. And I'm not judging anybody for it, friend. My father's going to forgive you all your debt. And the problem is that he did tell you that you'd owe twice the debt. His disciples would. And that's because when you're doing all that self-righteous stuff and declaring his righteousness when you've got none, then you owe not only your debt, but all the debt of those that were deceived by you because you acted like you were one thing when you were being another. And Jesus told you that right there in that message. Nobody really listened. So I tell you, I'm not declaring to have any righteousness because I don't have any, but my father has it all. And because it's his, it's mine. And because it's mine, it's his. Yet every bad act that I've ever done wasn't for him. That was for that thought of Satan, which is judgment and fear and hate and self-righteousness. But it was created so that you could know what it is you want to be, and you can choose when whichever one you choose is the one you have. So if you choose selfishness, you choose Satan, because that's the choice you make. It's going to be the one you have. And don't blame my father for it. We all made our decisions. We see what's coming. Yet there's really nothing coming because, well, there is no such thing as this eternal hell as you understand. It's the eternal moment of now. If you are suffering right now because of your own hatred, well, it doesn't change until you change it. And the only way to change it is that Holy Spirit, which is the holy thought. So I'm telling you, if you want a new thought, then choose the Holy Spirit, which is the holy thought. And you can choose it by getting to know this Jesus and doing what he asked. He asked you to give your gifts in secret and not to let your left hand know what your right hand was doing. Friend, there was a purpose in that. And if you didn't bother figuring it out, well, don't blame my father that you didn't do anything that Jesus asked. Jesus told you to do all this stuff, and if you'd listen, then you'd do what he asked, and when you did it, you'd figure out why it was he asked you to do it, and then you wouldn't have been worried about that bread and grape juice because you'd have already been drinking his blood and eating his flesh. But few people saw that because they were too busy wanting to be self-righteous and pretend as though they had everything so that they could go and devour the flesh of their neighbor without thinking there's any sort of price to it, but that isn't what Jesus said about that Lazarus and the rich man that was received across the great divide of suffering. So, but I don't like to always talk about what Jesus said in that way, because Jesus is the love you want, and there's a greater love there. The purpose of the world is to come to know love by experience. The problem is that you can't come to know that love until you're willing to give it to another. And as long as you're still hating your neighbor or judging your neighbor for their righteousness, then you're still being judged for yours. And because you won't choose love, well, my father can't give it to you. Unless he does. That's the way that works, friend. I don't know how to explain this to you. I'm telling you that you ought not believe a word I say. Instead, get down with this message of Jesus over and over again and read every word. Go get a Bible with what Jesus said and read and read red. 
and you will find the truth of love and the love of truth, and you will find this kingdom that Jesus promised you in your life. He didn't tell you that you were going to receive it in your death. The church told you that so that they could have all your money and all your time. Go read what Jesus said and read. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is not said to be here or there, but the kingdom of God is within you. And if you don't have it within you, then you don't have it at all. But when you find it in you, you'll bring it outside of you and you'll give it to others because that's what you'll want for yourself. That's why you see all these people that are just these amazing people running around helping everybody and they don't seem to have much and they really don't care. It's because, well, they're just, they found that truth. They have that kingdom and they're given to another what it is they seek for themselves. And that's the truth of love and the love of truth and this joy. And I don't really want to be talking about it to tell you the truth sometimes, but this is what my father puts me to. Because even if I don't want to talk about it, I do want to talk about it because I really want other people to find it. Because what I've found is worth having. And if I think it's worth having, I think you'll find so it is too. But you have to read what Jesus said and really start to understand the truth of what he said. I see so many Christians that just think they're going to get this kingdom in their death that they didn't give in their life. And it's just not the truth. And Jesus told you that, but he told it to you in secret. And if you didn't listen, well, then don't blame him for what's coming. If we'd have chose to bring the kingdom, my father would have brought it for himself. But we didn't choose to bring it for him, so therefore he let us choose what we choose for ourselves, because my father's will isn't his will, it's our will. My father isn't your master, he's your servant, and whatever it is you chose is what it is he served. And it goes far deeper than what you see on the surface and I can't explain it to you all to you because he showed me so much. He took all truth from me. And... But what I see is that we keep making decisions and we keep spewing things with our tongue and our tongue betrays us and we don't even realize it's doing it. It's not my father that declares our lives don't work. It's ourselves with our own tongues. We declare it. I'm telling you what you think about, you bring about. We're like a thought of God, and when we think wrong, we end up creating wrong. And that's a hard thing to buy into when you're going through a lot of things like I did as my youth. But that's what I had to come to accept and realize that there's a bigger plan going on than what I could see, and just let things go and move on and choose love by experience. That's what I want. I want to give my father what it is he's given to me, and that is the love that I now have, which is nothing and everything. I don't even know how to explain it because it doesn't make any sense. To be in love with a thought in your head. But if I don't focus on that thought, then that other thought, which is the thought of selfishness, wants to return to me, and it'll want me to think that I can't quit smoking, even though I already have it. Every time it comes to me, it causes me suffering, and then it tries to get me to take back my old thoughts and behaviors, and I've just had enough. I just don't want those thoughts. Not any of them, not just a, not even a little. But they keep coming, and I keep giving them back. 
because my father just is all that in a bag of chips, and that just is the way it is. So I'll just keep coming, even though I'm going nowhere, because there's really nowhere to go except around in circles like we've been doing our whole lives and not realizing it. Well, friend, I guess that's it. I guess that's about where he seems to be done talking, and I'm not even sure what I said. I'm kind of a little more foggy than usual, and I'm not sure why. So I hope it all turned out okay, whatever it was that popped out of my mouth. <laughs> well, friend, know that I love you because my father loves you, so may God bless you and yours. <laughs>